Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is... One One Kiss kiss Meets Forever. This is the podcast where we discuss what is wonderful and goes for the gold and what is terrible and falls flat on the ice about your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you see all over the place. You know the tropes. We got the Hallmark. We got the Lifetime. And then we got some things that we say are made for TV only because they never got on the big screen. <laughs> what do we got, Hannah? Yeah, this is this is made for your home TV. Um, I think this is the first time we've ever done we're like I don't even it this is not a shift. This is just like a little like swerve. Cuz this is the <laughs> technically direct to video yes. movie rather than made for TV. So commercial breaks were not part of it. But that's fine. We are going to be talking about the 2006 movie, February 7th to be specific. The Cutting Edge, Going for the Gold, um, which is the sequel to The Cutting Edge. The 1992. Yes. Classic. Um, And here is what, you know, it's about, or the little blurb. After a career-threatening injury, a young ice skater dreaming of Olympic glory finds a new pair's partner in a cocky inline skater. And it stars Christy Carlson Romano and Ross Thomas. Which, for me, I also feel like because it stars Christy Carlson Romano, just screams TV. You well, know what I mean? because I believe ABC Family still put it out. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I was a little, it was the first time ever to watch one of these movies and the MGM lion was looking at my face and I was like, what are we doing? Oh, right. This is going to video. That's why it looks like a real movie. (laughs) (laughs) But you, you you know, we had to because we're going to do all of them and the other two are made for TV. So here we go. Oh, right. Guys, this is going to be a a series. (laughs) We prepped you with some Hallmark ice skating movies over the last couple episodes, but now we're going for it. We are going for the gold. Yes, yes, because this seemed like the most insane thing we could do in February, and that's what we wanted to be doing, is just going a little batshit. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is what 2024 is leaning into, Mm -hmm. is we are just, we've been trying to avoid the fact that things are batshit, and now we're just leaning into the insanity. (laughs) Yep, yep. (laughs) That's what's happening. Um, To start off, for those who are unaware about the OG cutting edge, um, Hannah has written us a little synopsis. And so this is where we're coming from, what cutting edge number one was. This was a 1992 movie starring the beautiful Moira Kelly and the very handsome D.B. Sweeney um, as Kate Mosley and Doug Dorsey, respectively. Kate was a figure skater who is transitioning to pairs after a fall, while Doug is a hockey player with an injury who is then recruited to be Kate's partner. While they have an antagonistic relationship, their skating is good because, of course, they're secretly into each other. Uh, Kate has a fiancé, which, of course, complicates all the feelings, and their emotions really dictate how well they skate. So, you know, if they're hating each other, maybe they don't skate so well. When they're loving each other, they skate perfect. But by the end, they admit to being in love, and then they win all the things because that is how sports work. And yay. Yeah. So, now, on to the sequel. Yeah. Christy Carlson Romano plays Jackie Dorsey, the daughter of Doug and Kate. So we know how that relationship went. She is also an ice skating champion, but, just like her mother, falls and injures herself, requiring her to make the transition to pairs in order to continue skating at an Olympic level. She takes this pretty hard, so her parents force her to go on vacation to California to give her a break, because that's what you need for your mental health. Yes. Yes. For your mental health, go get drunk in California um, <laughs> with your friends. So in California, Jackie meets Alex Harrison, played by Ross Thomas. Um, they meet at the beach, you know, so romantic, like you read in all the you know, Babysitter's Club books and all sorts of stuff. Oh, he's a hottie at the beach. <laughs> he's surfing, and they mutually notice each other and their bodies. 
Um, after a disastrous meeting where he ignores her to get her to come to him, then laughs when she loses her bikini top in the water, they apparently decide that this is a good meeting and they spend the day together. Alex doesn't recognize who she is, which um, Jackie likes, because at this point, Jackie's sort of like Michelle Kwan. You know, she's she's ice skating famous. It's revealed later that he is a rollerblading professional, so he's also a major athlete in his field. Um, but he is also a bit of a slacker surfer dude, so we'll ditch meetings with sponsors and other important things to catch some waves, bro. That night, while leaving the hotel with her friends, Jackie sees Alex as a parking attendant at her hotel. Pissed that he lied, though he didn't actually tell her he didn't have another job. Um, (laughs) She treats him like, you know, the help, and he gets pissed that she's being a princess. When they meet up later, they fight over their lies and perceptions of each other, planning never to see each other again. That is, until Alex sees Jackie on TV looking for a partner and decides to try his hand at figure skating. Yes. So after rejecting partner after partner, Jackie is kind of hoping she can just go back to singles uh, when one more potential partner arrives. And of course, it's Alex who can now really figure skate well or whatever. (laughs) Inline skating, ice skating, whatever. Um... But of course, at the tryout, she wants nothing to do with him. Um, But Kate, remember her mom, um, who is also her coach, sees something in them as a pair, and Jackie reluctantly agrees to give him a shot. It does not go smoothly at first, with them continuously bickering and sabotaging each other. Um, So Kate literally ties them together for their waking hours. They have to learn to do everything together, which I have questions about. um, And they have to learn to get along. We're going to get into that. Yes, we are. (laughs) Spending all that time together... Plus, the training finally gets Jackie and Alex on the same page. They're back to being into each other, which, you know, they were at the beach. They're hanging out one evening and, you know, almost kiss. But Alex realizes her parents are, like, feet away because they're living with her parents, um, which makes him uncomfortable. You know, don't go. It's, It's almost like the popper kissing the princess in the castle. He's... Feeling weird about it. So he suggests they do something spontaneous, which prompts Jackie to see him as this free spirit, unserious person that she sort of thought he might be. And so they're immediately back to being at odds. So much so that Alex hooks up with an ex, Heidi, that very night, because that makes sense too. (laughs) Yeah. We almost kissed. You want to do something spontaneous? I'm going to, and randomly, my ex shows up and we're going to hook up. Right. My my ex is close enough that she can get here and we can hook up. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Um, of course, Jackie is very hurt by this, but says nothing and ju- just acts pissy. Um, Heidi then comes to practice that day and finds the whole ice skating thing, like, hilarious. Um, Alex doesn't appreciate it, so she leaves, which makes Jackie happy again. They then go to regionals, and they do great at the short program, but the morning of the long program, Jackie does this interview on TV, which Alex sees, of course, about how individual an individual skating medal is not a dream that she's completely given up on. Um, which, even though they didn't really talk about this, this Alex feels betrayed by the concept that she might still be considering an individual medal as well as a pairs medal, and um, he considers ditching Jackie completely, um, going so far as to call a cab on the like the moment of the long form show. <laughs> He realizes he can't manage to do it, but he does get a huge chip on his shoulder and changes up their routine, causing Jackie to fall. Alex goes back to California, so maybe this is the end of their duo. Jackie considers entering the Olympic trials as a single, but she feels lonely on the ice, so she heads to California to go get Alex. She apologizes about the interview and says things don't need to change like that they were good before but you know what they have already because alex and heidi are a thing again uh to the point where they're 
they're like moving in together and thinking about marriage. And while this like upsets Jackie because, you know, she has feelings, she does get him to return with her to, I think they're in Connecticut. They're in Connecticut, yeah. It's a long flight, she says. Yes. Um, at Nationals now, again, their short program is great. But then Alex goes on a drinking binge and wakes up sick and hungover. So Doug, her dad, has to force him to sober up and face his fears, mostly about failing in order to do the long program. But they do, and they do it well. So off to the 2006 Torino Olympics they go. In Italy, Jackie is feeling all good when she comes down for breakfast in the Olympic Village, which is also just a regular hotel. Questions. <laughs> um, at least until she realizes that Heidi is there. And Heidi drops all the bombs. First, she and Alex are getting married immediately after the games. And second, Alex will be quitting ice skating after the games as well. Jackie is crushed, and Alex is upset that Heidi spilled the beans because he knew that Jackie would be upset about it. Right. <laughs> uh, they skate their short program well, but it has, like, no passion. You know, it, you always get those um, commentators who are like, technically it's perfect, but it's just not, like, fun to watch. Or, but, you know. There's no heart in it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so after that, Jackie blows up at Alex for abandoning her. And they both go sulk in their rooms. The following morning, Doug tells Jackie that the one thing she hasn't done is admit her feelings to Alex, to his face, with words. So she goes to Alex's room to tell him the truth. But when she gets, when she gets there, he won't open the door. But she sees the shadow of feet behind the door. So she is convinced that it is Alex and proceeds to profess her love for him through a door. Um, when the response she gets is the door locking, she is then devastated and runs away. But of course, because who didn't see this coming, Alex is not the one behind the door. It is Heidi who has heard the whole love confession because Alex was in the shower. This boy in his showers. Um, when Alex realizes what Heidi has done, which he magically does instantly <laughs> as some Sherlock man, whatever, he shirtless runs through the hotel looking for Jackie, which causes Heidi to realize that this isn't going to be great and wants, she wants to leave him for good. For once, Alex is the one waiting for Jackie for the long program. When she appears, she doesn't want to talk, thinking he rejected her, you know, because that's the perception she has. They step out onto the ice, and Alex professes his love. They skate a long program, including an improvised jump that wows and presumably wins them a medal. And their program ends, and they kiss. And since... One kiss means forever. We have another skating duo in the family. Yay! Yay. Oh, man, Hannah. <laughs> like, like, this movie should be called Cutting Edge Jumping to Conclusions. <laughs> Because there's so many moments in this movie where it was like, wait, how did you come up with that? Like, when, where did, what was the scene where this happened? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, it was so infuriating. Um, you know, one of my early notes is both of these people suck balls. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, because I'm just like, you're just so annoying. You're just being stereotypes. Yes. <laughs> like, okay, so stereo they are definitely the stereotypes of like, sh okay, she is such a competitive pig. Like, she's just all, like, she is so cocky and bitchy the whole time. And then he's like, you know, I'm a bad boy. I get it. I'm such a bad boy. But, like, the moment that got me where I was like, where, like, how are they actually communicating was, so when she blows him off as the valet, previously they had made a promise to, like, meet up later, but we don't really see exactly what that means. It was just, like, they made a promise to meet up. And then he somehow, between those scenes, has found out who she is. 
because then she was like, um, you don't know, you know, I didn't want to tell you who I was. And then he was like, well, you're famous or whatever. Why did you like not tell me? And I, I don't know if I would just wasn't paying attention, but there wasn't, but there wasn't like a, I'm a famous person, like realization that we saw him have. Am I wrong? No, I mean, like, so I called him a a butthurt jock asshole and she is a princess snob bitch. Yes. That's, those were the words that I came up with at the time. Those are accurate. Um, Because, like, there's, there's some class issues that are going on, for sure. And then sports class issues is kind of the way I want to put it, of, like, Mm. inline skating is like a lower class version of ice skating it like figure skating you know kind of deal sure but then like you know everything is for both of them it felt like everybody everything is everybody else's fault like mm-hmm. he's upset that she didn't tell him stuff and she's upset that he didn't tell her stuff but like at no point do they recognize that they personally each did something potentially wrong right uh, and like they and they just jump to conclusions all the time. Like the when he's like, let's get out of here and go do something like and she's like, oh, I knew this would never work. It's like, hi, complete 180. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but because she's willing, she her whole life has been like, like she says, I've been getting up at 430 every morning in my lifetime. I'm very eye on the prize. Nothing deters me. So, yeah, maybe she's a little bit of a stick in the mud. But but he also goes to the extreme where he's like, I'm going to binge drink before fucking nationals. Like, right. really? Right. Like, <sighs> like, in theory, this is a, like, actual athlete, even if it's a different kind of athlete who would yeah. not be doing these things. No. I mean, he, like, he just doesn't make much sense to me as a character. No, he doesn't because he's very inconsistent with his bad boyness and he's fickle with his penis and <laughs> um and also she doesn't make sense to me either because she, okay, so speaking of what you just said about like not taking ownership over like the things you did wrong, when she does that interview where she's like I haven't counted out individuals she keeps saying how she was wrong for saying that, and I don't think that she is. No, be, I don't. You I know? don't think she is. Well, so like, okay. Hmm. I wrote this note because at some point, you know, after that, went like in between the time where he goes to California and she's like home with her parents, and her parents are like, "He'll understand." And my response was, "Why do you think he will understand? At what point has he shown you that he would understand such a thing?" This Mm -hmm. is not a character who would understand. This is not a character who would understand a slip of the tongue, let alone, like, the complicated emotions about giving up an individual dream because you've been skating with her for, like, a couple weeks. Like, what what are you talking about? Yeah, she has nothing to apologize for. He is not a person that would be, like hey, what did you mean by this for her to go, no, I'm not actually considering an individual or, you know, maybe I am for the next Olympics, but I, I don't know how ice skating works, if you could even do both. I don't think you can. But yeah, um, I don't know. But, like, um, yeah, it's just a really strange – it's strange. Yes. Um, okay. And, and also in terms of his motivation, I do have a note being like, why does he want to skate with her in the first place? Like what makes him yeah. want to do that? I like I couldn't. They have this big stupid blow up fight where they're like, "I never want to see you again." And then he sees her on TV and is like, "You know what I'll do? I'll go humiliate myself with seven year olds and become a ice skater." Which I'm like, "This woman, me. yeah." <laughs> no, I agree. It's just like it's a woman that I spent the day with in a really cute like romance novel sort of way didn't work out and now i'm going to fly across the country on my own dime i don't know what like he's a valet lost all of his sports sponsorships don't think he has any money like he does seem like the kind of character where he's like what do i have to lose sort of thing but in pure even though this is not a hallmark movie hallmark hallmark money doesn't seem to no, really money exist no yeah um yeah. um i don't know i don't know it's fascinating okay so um, I, there are two things I feel like we have to touch on. And I feel like we may as well start with them being literally tied together. Thank you. So I 
every waking hour to me also to me means potty time. <laughs> I was thinking that too. <laughs> like, so what do they do when they have to poo? <laughs> or, or anything. I'm sorry, I don't want to pee with some random person either. So No. And and also like I also kind of feel like with with the parents having the origin story that they do and the fact that they're tying their daughter up to a man who they have to know had there's some sort of like energy between and I know she said every waking hour, but there was a moment where it seemed like they were coming out of the bed together. Like, is mom just trying to get them to do things? You know, like, it, it, I don't. I, I could not decide. Also, I, I didn't really know. What, like, we get this montage of them fighting about things. First of all, like, I mean, maybe there's a reason why they were on the sides that they were on. In their tide. Miss. Oh, I don't know. It, like the figure skating wise, but I I found it really really noticeable. But actually, it doesn't even work because sometimes they were switched, so it's it's bullshit. I noticed this so hard during the dinner scenes is that they are knocking elbows trying to eat because she is eating left handed and he's eating right handed. I didn't even. Notice and if that. they switched sides. They wouldn't knock elbows because they'd be eating with the, you know, like, I don't know if, how often you got to, like, you eat with lefties, but, like, there's often, like, a lefty who's like, I need to sit on, like, the outside here because I'm going to, we're going to knock. And they, like, yes, I, you know, right-handed privilege or whatever, I don't really think about that because, right you know, it's more people's dominant hand. But, like, every single lefty I've ever known like, will tell me, like, oh, I need to sit over here. Like, can I switch with you? And, like, it's never an issue. Like, who genuinely cares? But, like, it's one of those things where I was like, why why are they doing this? Because when they, you know, get in sync, she has trained him to eat as a lefty. Yeah. (laughs) So I I feel like that was 100% just the, the, the director going... You guys eating together isn't giving us the comic effect. We need you to be bumping stuff. Like, right. No, I, I understood the concept. I was just like, really, like, it really threw me that, like, that was, like, I was like, oh my God, not only did she force him to change what, how he was eating, but she forced him to switch to lefty. <laughs> <laughs> like, it feels much more reasonable to me to be like, no, you have to switch to righty because more people, you know, like, yeah. like the people who got. F- who used to be forced to write with their right hand, you know, like, it's sort of like, yeah, what, what a weird thing. But I then agree. there was a, another part of that scene, uh, or not, or that montage, rather, where, like, it seems like she's figured out how to be in tune with him, but he hasn't figured out how to be in tune with her. And I didn't know what they were trying to tell me with that. Yeah. No, I, I, I picked up on that, too, because there's this, there's a moment in on the, they're sitting on a couch, and he leans over to get popcorn, and she moves with him while reading mm-hmm. a book, very, very Beauty and the Beast, which is funny, because across the universe, um, she is the belle that I saw on Broadway before it closed. Yep. Um, I think she was the final <laughs> belle. Yeah, I think she was. Um, but, uh, but then he, she, she goes to do something, and he fucks it up. Yeah. Um, I took that more to mean that they still had work to do, but um, they do seem to put him in the place of being a failure more than her. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure, like, if I was supposed to read into that, if, like, she is just more in tune, so, like, we're on her side, if we're on either of their Like, I, I wasn't sure where we were going with that. Like, I almost yeah. wanted there to be a... Like, the following scene to be essentially the opposite, where, like, he's in tune with her at that moment and she's missing it. You know, like... Sure. So it was even that way. But it, it wasn't. They, we didn't get that. No, because she's perfect all the time. Yeah. So... What's the other thing we need to talk about? Time. Thank you. That was the next <laughs> thing on my list, too. So I need to start with just the movie itself. Okay. <laughs> About how old they're actually supposed to be at this particular mm-hmm. point in time. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because we, from canonically, 
in the cutting edge. It is 1992. They go to the 1992 Olympics, meaning, you know, let's let's get these bunnies going immediately. Mm-hmm. Christy Carlson's Romano's character could not have been born prior to the end of 1992. Nope. Which would make her, at max, about 13 or, yeah, 14. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Re- really 13 because end of 92 would make her 13 at the end of 2005. So, yes. <laughs> and it's the beginning of 2006 is the Olympics. Um, this girl, not 13. <laughs> no, this girl's drinking. Yeah, they're drinking. They're both drinking of them. So they sex. have to be. Yeah. Like, like the, I mean, there's it, there's just a magic at least 10 years. Yeah. In this movie that don't don't happen, can't happen. <laughs> they, just pre- they just pretend it's not. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I had that same note. Yeah. Um, but then also just time in general. So. How long do you think he went to California for when they were having their fight? A month max, maybe two, maybe a week, a two weeks. Like, I mean, the way it is portrayed, I would have said it was three days. <laughs> okay, so so what ha- happened was they so they had they said that the Northeast Regionals was two months before Nationals because when he walks out there there was a question about whether she would be have time to train as an individual and there was a two month. Um, timeline there right and so like i'm thinking she had two weeks to stew about it he goes and then goes to california because then i think it was like six weeks for them to train or something like okay that. okay Let, let's say it is it I mean it feels instantaneous two weeks he goes picks up his life where he left off gets back with heidi who was living in new york last time we checked mm-hmm. and is moving in with her but where was he living in the first place because he didn't like he was living with Jackie. I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm thinking that he moved in with his friend from Veronica Mars. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I did. He I, will only be in Veronica Mars and party down. Like those are the only two things. But he's great. <laughs> oh, are you getting my uh, my note? Is why is Dick Casablancas in this movie? <laughs> yeah. Because it's 2006 and you needed it. Like, he's like the quintessential I mean, he's, best bud, yeah. you know? <laughs> so good. He's so good. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I feel that. He's already getting married to her. Then it's like the Olympics. Um, and... I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, the, the whole time situation, I felt really moved. And then not to mention that the flight to California. We always talk about how, like, people go from Brooklyn to Manhattan within the space of five minutes. Like, she went from Connecticut to California in a day, less than a day, and then was back the same day, I think. Yeah. So, it was, you know, it's like, only, like, a two-hour flight by way of this film when really it's a seven-hour flight. <laughs> yeah, a little insane. <sighs> Okay, I actually have one more thing I think I would like to talk about. If I love it, unless you have something you would like to, nothing pressing. Okay. No, I want to talk about Heidi. Okay, because I'm really worried about Heidi. Girl needs some self-esteem classes or something, because she lets him treat her like dog shit. Hmm. And like, does she do everything right? No, she doesn't. She's but, like, I kind of understand where she's coming from. And I even understand, like, oh, my ex called me. I'm, on, like, we're on the same coast. I'm kind of missing my California peeps. I'll go have a fun time with him. But then apparently that meant to her, like, oh, we're getting back together. And then he was like, no, that's not what that means. And mm-hmm. he was, and so she was like, okay, bye. And, like, I'm, I'm all fine there. Then, you know, he comes back to California. He's like, I'm done. Whatever. She's like, okay, we can pick up. We're good here. And then when he keeps dropping her to go back to ice skating and this other woman who she ha- who he has told her he has feelings for. Like, we get the scene where he's like, yeah, I like the girl. Um, 
you could see where a person being secure enough to let their partner do that, but like not mm. this girl. Um, right. And then for her to be like, okay, I'll leave you alone with her, but we'll get married. And like, I'm letting you like just kind of dictate everything and be like, y- you know, like I almost feel like she was like half-heartedly fighting for him, but in a really like sad way. I'm of two minds because, yes, if we're thinking about Heidi as an actual real-life human being, (laughs) um, yes, I feel bad. But she was written as the I'm the hot blonde that, you know, could kind of get anybody. Um, I think she's, you know, she kind of lies and schemes to get her way because for some reason she's into Alex Mm -hmm. um, and makes fun of the passion that he found in ice skating. So I don't think we're supposed to necessarily be on her side, but I'm with you in that Alex is definitely the villain in this because even if we're just thinking about the moment that he had with Jackie before where they almost kissed and he literally goes out and picks up Heidi, he brings a girl back home to this other girl's parents' house in the, you know, like in the middle of the night. And that's just bad form, Alex. Like, gross. Like, so gross. Right. So, A, I would put them at all at, like, 21 (laughs) where they're drinking, but I don't think they're very well into their 20s. Oh, Based on, like, where they're in their ice skating career. Yeah, no, they're, they're, um... They've got problems, these people. They've got problems. So I'm okay with little babies at 21 not getting married and just fucking around with each other's hearts. But I do think that, like, Heidi should grow up a little bit. You know, for somebody who is as beautiful as this woman is, like, she is letting a man treat her terribly. And Mm -hmm. she should be like, fuck you and find somebody better because they're out there. Yeah. I'm sure she picked up some hot Italian man at the airport, you know. God, I hope so. Should we jump into some Hallmark Hallmarks? Let's do it. Yeah. We still have a few of them, even though it's not a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Uh, My first one is Winning is Everything. Yeah. That goes with my, she is overly perfectionist. And I called it a workaholic and a slacker. Ah, perfect. Um, We have really, really bad photoshops for old (laughs) photos. Um, At the ice skating rink, they show like a picture from the cutting edge with the new actors' faces photoshopped in. (laughs) That was rough. Um, We do have an interrupted kiss, though I couldn't decide if she knew it was an interrupted kiss or if she thinks he pulled back. Oh. Um, Yeah. We've talked about this before on the podcast where people buy plane tickets for other people without asking or checking with them first. So I said you could make a case for both exes reuniting and forced to work together. Yeah. (laughs) They're not quite as clean as a lot of the other ones we get in Hallmark Comics, but I think you can make a case for that. I think we can. We have a few montages. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what I like the best is a good audition montage. And a I'm getting good at it montage, which they do in a couple of ways. Yes. Um, speaking of I'm getting good at it montage, do you think he's an adult teacher or is he just being taught by seven-year-olds? He only refers to the seven-year-olds <laughs> teaching him. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it, that's it. It just, it just occurred, you know, I was like, do they have a teacher at this class? This is bizarre. Um, <laughs> um, we have a rival blonde. We have a rival blonde. Uh, regionals are in six weeks and nationals are in blah, blah. We have those time, yes. time constraints. We have incredibly stupid misunderstandings. Just th- That's what this movie is. It's just yeah. constant stupid misunderstandings. Um, I I have stubbornness leads to a life-threatening moment um, when she chases him into the water <laughs> and then almost drowns. Was that supposed to tell us that she couldn't swim secretly? I don't think so because she was swimming before when she, lose, when she loses That's her true. top. It was really mostly like the, you're doing something dangerous, so I'm going to do something dangerous too. No, don't do it. And then he has to save her and that like, you know, makes her forgive makes him forgive or whatever yeah whatever that was yeah uh we had both cgi rain and snow (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so true um we have 
nobody does that. It's just not done to set up <laughs> something extraordinary that they're going to, of course, do perfectly later. Right. Right. Um, and she does have a signature necklace that she's wearing all the time. It's a little silver heart. I have a couple more things. Go for it. Um, bearing your heart to the wrong person. Mm, yeah. Um, technically, he's been engaged once. <laughs> True. Um, and that last minute thing that they didn't rehearse at all is perfect. <laughs> right. That they decide and by last minute, they're doing it while mid program. I can't like the stress of that is so dynamic to me that I'm like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm you're going to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, like. So the, the thing is, is he they're spinning. And what it's supposed to be is he throws her up while she's spinning and he's going to catch her. But while he throws her up real high, he then himself does a triple axle underneath her openly splayed spread eagle legs and then still catches her which seems physically impossible <laughs> I, I don't even know about the physics of it i just like i'm like without practice somebody's blade is going into somebody's neck accidentally mm -hmm. i just don't believe you <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god it's pretty parade pretty parade so um i have two antis and just a notice Nothing okay. is pretty for me because my <laughs> notice I'm going to just put out there is that these costumes couldn't have been more 2006 if they wanted to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. Yes. I was like, ah, this is the most dated. Like, it's so dated in this such a specific time period. Mm -hmm. So my first anti, though, is at the very beginning of this movie. She's in her little red sparkly costume for ice skating. And she has these red sparkly clip-on bangs as yes. well and i was like why why have you done this it it made me so sad <laughs> yeah that was a pretty intense look for the first time we see her <laughs> yeah. yeah i was not into it so my second one is the first time that alex and jackie practice figure skating together she is wearing, she's wearing an outfit, like, <laughs> so what it is, it's a, it's like a periwinkle or purple sweater underneath a black stretchy pants jumpsuit, which is already a little weird. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that is a lime green skating dress, which like, I'm like, what is happening? Layers. Ogres have layers. <laughs> but it certainly didn't seem like it would keep anybody warm. Like, it no. did not make logical sense to me. <laughs> I was like, why have you chosen this of all the things? No. <laughs> um, I agree with you. Like, most of her – we were talking in a previous episode about ice skating outfits. Most of her ice skating outfits were terrible except i did like the one um that with the was it the long program long program or short program in the northeast regionals where it was kind of like a dark i couldn't tell if it was black or like a dark maroon where it was sort of like mm. off the shouldery with like you know the knitting and i thought that was elegant and pretty um but uh that was the best i could do because i wanted to mention the ice skating outfits mm -hmm. um uh, I also want to mention an ice skating move that I always think is beautiful when everyone does it is when the, the woman is on one leg and the other leg is like popped up at 90 degrees and they put their arms over their head like a, like a ballerina and tilt their head back while they spin, 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 spin. And whoever, whoever was skating this, it was beautiful. The outfit she was wearing when she was doing this was terrible because um, it was like a weird like teal off the shoulder crochet thing but she was wearing a high neck black leotard underneath it but the worst outfit was when she's going out on the town with her besties in california when she discovers that he's a valet person and she's wearing a very 2006 yellow dress it's, you know when we had they, we kind of had that little um uh 1800s moment where everything was super like empire-y waisted and little puff sleeves so she's wearing that style of dress with a black sequins bolero over it so it's <laughs> pale yellow and black sequins and i love a bolero 
I love a bolero, and I think they're coming back. But with that color combination, it looked terrible. <laughs> it was so ugly. I mean, it just every single costume, like I mean, like everything, like all the pants. It was like, don't bend over. We're gonna see your entire butt crack. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it, so. Please don't bring back low-rise jeans. No. Please. No. Um. But, you know, his, everything about it. I was just like, why? Why? This is just, ugh. But she did have the 2006 body type, which is probably yeah. why Christy Crossman, like, where you had to have a really long, skinny torso in order for yeah. anything to look good. And Yeah. So, I mean, like, know. if anybody was going to pull off any of these looks, it would have been somebody like her. Like, I mean, yeah. she looked as good in them as you could have. Yes. It was just that they were bad looks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's not go back. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, th- this is actually has has absolutely nothing to do with her and what she looks like at all. Yes. <laughs> They're pairings that we're like, what are you doing? Uh, across the universe. Um, we've kind of touched on everything I wrote down, so I don't have anything additional. The only thing that we didn't talk about was Topic, <laughs> which That's they true. had to bring back. They did um, have which... to bring back. Uh, if you don't know the original Cutting Edge, what are you doing? Just watch this after you're done listening to this podcast. Uh, Topic is a big reference, um, which they had to yes. bring back in the sequel. Otherwise, we would have been very disappointed. Yeah, that's true. I, you're right. I, I didn't put that in the Cross of the Universe, but I did make a note of it. Yeah. New and noteworthy? It was definitely apparent that this is not a made-for-TV movie with just how much drinking and sex and, like, passion that we, we have a butt in it yeah um, that was my, that was my new and noteworthy was <laughs> but but my my big my other new and noteworthy was um that we have two men grabbing one man's dick <laughs> to to emphasize it, it was very bring it on of uh them to be like you know there was that there's that scene in bring it on where they're like oh yeah we keep our hands up in all the girls who has all the time that's mm-hmm you know, what makes this a straight sport. And so they were doing essentially that. <laughs> yes. But to a man and they it was actually a kind of a funny moment, but the dick grab was aggressive and I was like, it was <laughs> very aggressive. And it was very like we got up there in the shot where I was mm-hmm. like, Oh hi. Hello. <laughs> yeah. uh, supporting yeah. shout out. So my supporting shout out is for a man that I think probably did have a name, but I didn't clock it. Um, we first meet him when he is auditioning to be Jackie's partner. And he is the, I think, only person of color in this movie. <laughs> um, and he is doing some weird ice skating, like, I'm going to dance around you, like, thing to a song about butts or... I, I don't <laughs> yeah, big it, booty. Yeah, right. <laughs> Right. The music um, in this movie was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like it, he was doing, he was being a bananas, and she was like, "Absolutely not." But then we meet him again when they go to regionals, and he—it's just he's just coming off the ice, and he gives Alex this look like, "I wish I could kill you." <laughs> like that's it, and like you never see him again. <laughs> that's amazing. But it was like so clear that this man was like, "I know, I was like, my character." thinks he should have been Jackie's partner. <laughs> That's some good acting great. work, sir. Yeah. A, he is my supporting shout out. How about you? I just think we need to shout out Pinata. Okay. Um uh Pinata is the other guy who did the dick grab. He is wearing an um an outfit that you know kind of looks like a pinata, which is a little unfair that they have so many costume changes, but this couple did not. They were always pinatas. Um, but I thought he was actually kind of funny. Um, and my favorite part was when he tries to give Alex a nickname and it's not good. <laughs> it just made like, me laugh. Yeah. No, that that was I, – I appreciated that. I also appreciated, appreciated that there was some like, oh, look, we can do straight male bonding and ice skating. Yes. And yeah, in, in and- a like non – like – weird way it was like we're gonna be like friends now like it was really it was a really cute little like oh he alex made a friend (laughs) yeah and the fact that they were cheering on each other like um i feel like those stories aren't really seen where you see people who are in in competition with each other supporting each other because yeah they were they were you know team usa at that point i think so right 
It's great. Right. Agreed. Kiss meter. Kiss meter. Okay. So I rated two kisses. Same. Um, Did you do great. the beach and then the beach the and the Olympics? Cool. All right. So the beach kiss is that that magical day they spend together. Um, uh, they are at the beach. They kiss. I gave it an eight point five. Um, both of their kisses are public. This one was like you know beach public. No one's really staring at them, so that's an okay thing. But it did seem like the kind of it was good contact. It looked like it was nice, and it seemed like the kind of hot beach kiss that you would want when you're a baby having a love story. Mm-hmm. How about you? So I was not as nice because hmm. I gave it a seven for similar reasons. It looked like good contact. It looked like they were having fun. I just can't get past like the, they meet in such a like negging kind of way that I like really had a bad taste in my mouth for Alex basically until he decided to ice skate with small children. <laughs> Fair. Like, I was like, I don't like him. I like, you know, he, he, he's, he, he does all this, you know, like, I'm going to ignore you stuff. I'm going to laugh at you. I'm going to make fun of you. Like, it was just sort of it, like, I was like, I don't, I don't like you. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like her either. So I feel like they were matched. <laughs> I didn't like her either, but I, I was more of, I guess it was more of like, she's annoying in the like, she's a perfectionist kind of way, where it, like it doesn't really affect me. Whereas like he was an asshole in a way that I felt like he was probably an asshole to every woman he ever met. Sure. <laughs> and I was like, I feel personally victimized a little bit yeah. by this man. Um, so I could only give it a seven. How about the Olympics? The Olympics, I gave an eight um, because, again, I thought it looked like a – the kiss itself outside of the whole situation um, I thought was looked like a good kiss, except it is very, very, very public. They haven't really had a chance to talk. They did the, – the, the whole, like, making up and being cool with each other was through their skating somehow. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't love the way that that sort of happened, but in terms – in context of, like – what you have, what happens in movies. I, I feel like it was acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But it looked good. They kiss well. See, I didn't like this kiss. I thought it was very, is, is flat a way, is that going to mm. make sense? Sure. Where like, it, like it, it almost like two, two three-dimensional people became less three-dimensional. <laughs> I don't really know how to, like, it just felt, really felt like it was, like, true two lips pushing against each other more than anything else to me. Um, I also, of course, hated that it was public. He may have asked her to marry him and she may have accepted, but I am unclear. Well, he said uh, before they skated, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And then after they skated, she said yes, yes to all the things. Right. So um, did he ask? her to marry him i mean i think she's the type of woman that would tell him to marry her (laughs) no we're getting married now (laughs) true um but i i don't know it just it didn't seem nearly as fun to me as the first like i thought the first kiss was like just a way better kiss Mm -hmm. um so i only gave this one a five oh nice i I was just like "Mm, no i don't need it not into it I, I like it when things split. Yeah. So, Katie. Yes. Would you recommend this movie? If I was at home with the flu and needed something that I could fall asleep to or it didn't really matter, I said maybe. But both of these characters made me so angry and annoyed and it took so many storytelling leaps. Um the ice skating leaps than this um i'm gonna say no not really um but yeah if you were sick and you needed something this isn't the worst thing to watch but well it was really annoying how about you hannah um so i have decided that in order to make my full complete suggestion i would like to postpone my decision making oh. until we watch the others right. that being said now that I've seen it, I don't need to re-see it. I can tell you that for a fact. 
they're annoying. Um, but do I sug- like? Do you need this one to be a completist? I don't know yet, and that's the only reason really to watch it is to be the a completist and get all the information you may need for the other ones if those are worth watching. Information is is in italics and quoted. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wouldn't call this information. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't know how these line up with the other ones. Me neither. Because I think they get closer together, so I don't think they're kids anymore. Like, like I don't think we're the next one is like Christy Carlson, Romano, and Ross Thomas's kids. No, I think you're right. So um, I don't like. I'm not sure where the tie-in exactly is, and if it's important. I'm wondering if they're in like a coaching situation. Yeah, like again, I, w- I would or... imagine it's something like that. And I feel like maybe I've seen these before, but I have no recollection. So I have not. So this will be fun. <laughs> Cutting wow. edge month. Yes, but uh, right now, if I did, if I did decide right now, should you watch this movie? Just go watch the Cutting Edge. Cutting Edge, the first one, is really fun, and it's essentially the same movie, but with them being less annoying. Yeah. <laughs> It's such a good movie. They're both so hot, and the skating is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cutting Edge is such a classic. I'm so happy we're ha- watching these terrible sequels, but please watch <laughs> The Cutting Edge. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, thank you for uh, going on this journey with us. We'll be back with more of this j- same journey, I guess. Um, and make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, one kiss means forever, where the one and the four are numerals. Um, it's February, so it's lovey wary Austin something. So we're going to try to live tweet as many of these. We're, we are Austinites files? Austophile? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what they Yeah. We, I know Austin not everybody patients. is, but we, we enjoy our Austin um, over here. So we're excited and a little scared (laughs) excited and scared um if you would like to email us for any reason i can't think of anything clever for this particular movie it sucked it all out of me um but you can email us at one kiss means forever at gmail.com and that's all spelled out as you see on our logo and as always thank you to flint pastors for our intro outro music you can find this stuff on apple music spotify and soundcloud and we will see you in a couple weeks for cutting edge three yeah. I forget what that one's called. <laughs> something about ice skating or gold or like fire and ice or something like that. And one I of think them fire is and like... ice is four. Okay. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's the one where she's the mother of dragons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that, aren't we? That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just rename her Daenerys. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.